Hello, welcome to another episode of the Ice Talks, where we implement change every day. Hey, how you doing? Harold S. Reed Jr. here, also known as HRJR, your motivational coach. If you don't know what motive action means, motive plus action equals results and results equals success. Welcome back to another episode of the Ice Talks. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, I want to touch on something that's been pretty much on my mind for quite some time now. As a matter of fact, I did my weekly Facebook Live, my Monday Morning Motive Action Live video on this topic. And the topic, as you see in the title, is cancel culture. Cancel culture is basically this vibe of this, this, this trend that we have going on right now in this society where if someone does or says something that a group doesn't agree with, then they cancel that person. And by canceling that person, it's, I guess it's the new millennia way of saying they're boycotting that individual. All right. Um, let's be clear. There are times, excuse me, I'm sorry. There are times when people and or businesses should be boycotted. For example, there are a couple of particular fast food restaurants that uh, my wife and I used to enjoy. Actually, we still enjoy them, but as a matter of fact, uh, because we discovered that they are supporters of the current uh, occupant of the Oval Office, notice that I'm doing my best to not say any names, Um, we we, we no longer support those businesses. Um, there's a major, um, I guess you would call it a major store where you go to get stuff to fix up your house. We don't, we don't support them anymore. There's a, or there's a company where they, um, they have billboards of cows telling you to eat chicken. I personally, I've, I had never eaten <clears throat> at that establishment in the first place. But when I decided I was going to go try it, and trust me, it been around for years. I just never came around, got around to eating them. So uh, when I finally got myself ready to say, okay, I'm going to try it. I'm just going to get off my butt and try it. My wife said, no, we don't do that because they have certain views against the LGBT, LMNOP, QRS, TUV community. <laughs> and... um I, you know, I'm supporting her in, in that particular protest or boycott, if you will. Now, understand this. Here's something that I believe my wife understands and that you should already know. I know. Right. I don't believe that my personal, my personal, my individual choice not to patronize a particular business or follow a particular person. Um, and to be honest, I can't think of a person I haven't, no, let me think, no, no, actually there is one comedian that I chose pretty much to not follow because he, in one of his routines, um, pretty much ruined the career of a legend in the game. Notice I'm doing my best not to say any names cause I, you know, in this cancel culture, it's also, you know, a uh, very litigious culture. 
people will be quick to sue. And I don't know how far and wide this podcast to reach. So <laughs> I'm not good. I'm going to do my best to not put any names out there. But I understand that my individual uh, position to not patronize a business or follow a person uh, doesn't really put a hitch in that person's giddy up. And I don't need the consent or acquiescence of others to fortify my position. But hey, that's just me. See, in this cancel culture that we live in, right, people will say, I'm not following him because they heard somebody else say, I'm not following him. And then they heard four, five, 10, five, 15, 1100 other people say, I'm not following him. I'm not following him. But see, here's the problem with cancel culture, right? You have to really stand on your ground, stand your ground on these positions. You know, like, for example, I told you my wife and I, there are certain businesses that we're not patronizing because they patronize the current occupant of the White House. Now, it is our hope that come uh, this time next year or come November next year, um, or damn it, January 2021, <laughs> you know, there will be someone new going into that position. And as such, which we will find out next November, right? Come next November, it is my hope that we find out that there'll be a new occupant in the Oval Office. And as such, well, those companies would be off the hook because they, I mean, nobody's going to give that man any money if he loses the election. <clears throat> so, <laughs> so I can go back to having my food. Nah, you thought I was going to tell you what it was. Anyway, but sadly, Chick-fil-A is a private business and they have their position. So I guess I'll never eat Chick-fil-A unless they change ownership or change their position. But understand, that's what I'm saying. I could do without not having Chick-fil-A forever. Well, I guess the saying goes, you, you, you can't miss what you never had, you know. But more specifically, um, there, are, there are three names that come to mind, four that come to mind when it comes to, <clears throat> excuse me, this, this cancel culture. Um, going back... Let's see. Let's let's do it chronologically. Um, Steve Harvey. Steve Harvey has been um, canceled, quote unquote, by so many black people uh, for a variety of reasons. One, because he's given women advice and his history with women hasn't been the greatest. OK, um, two, he's. You know, people have problems with him really succeeding, <clears throat> as I view it. And um, let's see. Yeah, that, that's pretty much it. Oh, then, of course, finally, you know, um, Barack, excuse me, President Obama asked him, Steve Harvey, to speak with Donald Trump after he was elected um, to talk about what he could do to help Ben Carson with uh, HUD, basically, or what he could do to help people in the hood, whatever. 
But because he took that meeting and the media twisted that meeting and Donald Trump himself twisted the nature of that meeting, people chose to cancel Steve. Then there's Chrisette Michelle, who in the face of all that was going on and people pissed off because Trump got elected, she decided that her way of trying to build a bridge and and make nice with everybody, get everybody to come together would be to perform at his one of his inaugural balls. So she pretty much fell off the face of the planet after that. And then there's, let's see, so Steve, Chrisette, Jay-Z, um, because supposedly the rapper Jay-Z, business mogul Jay-Z, because supposedly he had been telling artists not to perform at the Super Bowl in to be in solidarity with Colin Kaepernick, who's taking his stand, uh, or rather his knee, okay, um, and then he recently signed a deal with the NFL, okay, and there, I'm being, I'm, I'm giving very broad strokes, because again, I don't want to take up a lot of your time, and then finally, there's Dave Chappelle, and there's people talking about canceling Dave Chappelle, first of all, let me go backwards, you can't cancel Dave Chappelle, J- Dave Chappelle is an entity unto himself, Right. See, you can't cancel somebody that has the the integrity, the self-accountability, the discipline, the will to walk away from tens of millions of dollars. You can't cancel that person. See, here's the here's the here's the thing about cancel culture. And I really want to make this the point of this message. All right. When it comes to cancel culture, people, the people who are doing the canceling believe that the people whom they are canceling needs them. You understand? Here's here's what you got to understand. Now, Chrisette Michelle, young artist, been out a few years. Got a few albums under her belt, plenty of performances. Yeah, but she's not rolling in the dough. She, I'm sure she's living comfortably <clears throat> compared to how she, however she may have been living before she began professionally making music. But yeah, she kind of needed people <laughs> to still keep buying her stuff, right? Steve Harvey don't need nobody. Steve Harvey don't need to tell another joke for as long as he live, and his great-grandkids should be all right, okay? Um, Jay-Z. Jay-Z don't need to write another bar. Jay-Z don't need to stand on another stage. That man got money to where his great-great-grandchildren should be all right. Between him and his wife, Beyonce, combined, they are billionaires, Together as a family unit, the Carters are billionaires, okay? And the money's only growing. So he don't need people to, to, to endorse him or, uh, uh, in, in other words, it doesn't matter whether or not they can. If you say, if, if I was to say right now, I ain't listening to another Jay-Z song ever. You think that's going to matter to him? Now, I'll tell you somebody, I said four names, I really should throw in five. All right, I'll throw in five. Here's the fifth one, R. Kelly, right? Now, I'm not getting into his guilt or innocence or what have you, but I'm saying that that man 
has been canceled. <laughs> he has been canceled. Okay. And as a result of his own poor financial choices, for whatever reason, I'm not judging. A man in his position should have the money to properly defend himself as he did years ago. Right. Um, but again, I'm not making judgments about how that man spent his money to where he's supposedly broke now. My overall point is this. Oh, let me get back to the Dave Chappelle. Because people want to talk mess about Dave Chappelle because of his last stand-up, which was called Sticks and Stones. Now, if you know anything about Dave Chappelle, when you hear that he's got a Netflix special coming out called Sticks and Stones, you ought to be prepared that he's going to be talking mess about some people. I was. And I didn't even... I didn't get any, I normally, you know, uh, I'll see something on Facebook or some other social media or even a commercial where, um, coming soon on Netflix, so-and-so and such and such. No, I just happened to be surfing Netflix and came across Dave Chappelle got a new, okay, boom, check it out. And I'm going to tell you something, me personally, I was laughing my ass off throughout the whole damn show, Right. And I knew that he touched on on some touchy topics. Well, topics that would be considered touchy today. See, I'm a throwback. All right. I came up in the era of Fred, uh, Fred Sanford. I came up in the era of Red Fox, Richard Pryor, a young Eddie Murphy when he first began his career. George Carlin, right? Cheech and Chung, Freddie Prinze, Luanda Page, who's honest if people don't know who that Dolomite. Right. Uh, uh, who else? Who else? Who else? Who else am I think? Don Rickles. All in the family. Archie Bunker, the Jefferson, Sherman Hemsley is George Jefferson. See, I came up in an era where you could talk crap. Right. And people understood that it was comedy. It was jokes. It wasn't this person's direct personal point of view. This isn't the president making a speech. This is, you know, this, this is, these are jokes. These are jokes. You go to the movie and watch Arnold Schwarzenegger kill a whole police station. Peep this. You watch years ago, for those who don't know, go Google, I was like Google it, YouTube it. Go find it on your, on your, your movie streaming service or whatever. But there's a movie called The Terminator with Arnold Schwarzenegger, the former governor, of California, I think this was before he became governor of California, he made a movie where he was a robot from the future, and he came back, and <clears throat> in the process of trying to track down the person he wanted to kill, he shot up an entire police station, killing cops left and right, ain't nobody say nothing, as a matter of fact, to this day, everybody says, I'll be back, right, they, they love that, ain't nobody want to cancel Arnold, ain't nobody want to cancel Arnold, this is a cancel culture, Began long before people getting it around on social media because when 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 a rapper by the name of Ice T came out with a song called Cop Killer, where he was actually talking about real stuff going on in the streets at that time then, and to be honest, still going on today, and we're talking about 20, 30 years back, <clears throat> people throughout the country would buy his CD. And destroy it publicly. He received death threats. 
he received threats from law enforcement agencies. And the funny thing about that is, this is what happens when, again, I said, nine times out of ten, the people who are doing the canceling think that the people that they are canceling need them. Right? So you got a whole bunch of people, I'll say it, in the white community, a whole bunch of people, I'll say it, in the law enforcement community, who wanted to, quote-unquote, cancel Ice-T because of that song, Cop Killer, but, ironically... The song still made the man money, probably still makes this man money. And then on top of that, for the past 15, 20 years, the man has been portraying a cop on television, on Law and Order. So really, who got canceled? See, here's the thing. And I'll begin to wrap up with this. Before you go about canceling somebody because they took a position that you don't agree with, Ask yourself, who are you to cancel anybody? What is your value? What is your personal value? Now, again, I'm not saying don't take your positions. I'm not saying don't stand your ground and, 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 and have a position. Personally, I never wa- I, 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 I stopped. I haven't watched a football game in about three, what, two and a half, three years, two, three years. However long it's been since Cap took the knee and left the NFL. Or was sidelined, benched, whatever you want to call it. Bottom line is I I haven't watched uh, an NFL game in all that time. Now, what impact has that had on the NFL? Not near any. Not any. No impact whatsoever. That's just my personal position. I've never eaten, I'll say it, Chick-fil-A. I've never eaten it, so I can't say anything bad about it. And the reason why is because my wife is supporting a particular position. I'm supporting her position, right? So I don't, I don't overestimate or overvalue the value of my participation or patronage. See, and I think that's where people lose it, right? I think that's where people lose it. Now, if someone has done something flat out wrong, and I'll, I'll go back again, based on what's happening with R. Kelly, right? Uh, I don't listen to his, there was a time when I actually said, I'm not, you know, I, I, I took his music off my iPod. I took his music off my iPhone. I took his music off my, my streaming. Uh, but I still maintain my files, you know, cause the man made good music. I can't get past the fact that the man made good music, but I'm a grown man though at the same time. So I'm like, and I have integrity. So I'm, I'm, you know, I, I can't get past, get past the fact that he made good music, but he also allegedly um, molested children. So I made a compromise with myself where I'm not buying no R. Kelly music. Well, he ain't making no music to buy, but I'm not buying anything that I have. I'm not buying anything R. Kelly. Oh, excuse me. I don't know where that came from. I'm not buying anything R. Kelly. You know, um, and... I'm not listening to it. If I get a if I get a if I if I get a my a vibe for a certain song, then I might listen to it. But you know, but again, that does that neither hurts nor helps that man in his issues right now. See, I don't place so much value on my position alone, right? Because I look at it like this: the Montgomery boycott 
the Montgomery bus boycott in Alabama in the uh, 50s or 60s, back in the civil rights movement. So I think it was in the early 60s, maybe late 50s, early 60s, whatever. Um, that movement lasted for a year. And the people who were about that movement crippled a company, cost that company money, right? Because when they decided to cancel, quote-unquote cancel, that bus company, they endured sacrifices for having made that decision. Whether it was the long walks, the, the hours, extra hours that it took to carpool and, and drive, you know, drive more people around or, or just dealing with the, 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 the racist system and the police at the time, you know, they endured all of that by way of not giving their money to that bus company until their, their demands were met. And they crippled that company in about a year's time, a little over a year's time. Okay. What we had, and they had, mind you, they had no social media back then. There was no such thing as social media. Okay. Their social media was church meetings and, and, and telephone calls, right? That was their social media. Word of mouth, uh, church church meetings and telephone calls. Okay, that, that was their social media back then. And they crippled the company to get their demands met. What do we do today? We get on social media and we talk a whole bunch of mess and cancel, cancel, hashtag cancel this, hashtag cancel that, hashtag mute, hashtag cancel, right? Here's the thing. And I'll go into the Colin Kaepernick situation with this. And then I promise you I'm going to wrap this up because I don't want to take up a lot of your time. All right. I made a decision after Colin Kaepernick got sidelined um, to not watch the NFL anymore. And I'm cool with that. And I don't I got I have friends who their whole lives are football from the time that they play pop one themselves. I have friends who are coaches. I have friends who have kids who, who are playing pop Warner Little League now, whatever. Um, and just guys who just love the sport their whole lives can spit all kinds of stats and and whatnot. You know, I don't look at them foul for, you know, continuing to watch the game, but at the same time, with regards to, uh, people who want to say they believe in this cancel culture. All right. There are the, the, there are a whole lot of black players in the NFL, who are still playing. There are a lot of black players in the NFL who never took a knee in support of Colin Kaepernick. There are a whole lot of black players in the NFL who have pretty much just stayed quiet and kept running that damn ball. I'm not mad at them because they signed contracts, they have families to feed, and once again, my opinion of them neither makes nor breaks them. But if you're going to cancel somebody, cancel that whole league. For that whole reason. I'm talking about black people in particular now. All right. So don't tell me you mad at Jay-Z. You want to cancel Jay-Z because he made a deal with the NFL. And you want to call the NFL owners a whole bunch of racists and slave owners and so on and so forth. But you still watching the games. See, that's hypocritical right there. But 
again, I'm not judging. I'm just making observations. And when it comes to this whole cancel culture, I think it's ridiculous, personally. Listen, you could disagree with anybody for anything, but to think that because you won't follow them is going to destroy them, is going to ruin them, absolutely not. Absolutely not. I'm sure that, you know, how whatever, whatever rebuilding Chrisette Michelle has to do, she can do it and she will, you know, find her way back to the top. All right. Uh, Steve Harvey ain't hurting for money. All right, well, one of his show, I think his his talk show got canceled. That man ain't hurting for money. As a matter of fact, he got more time to spend with his family. You know, he he got a talk show canceled. Now I believe I read somewhere he's in talks to bring take Family Feud to Africa. That's gonna be hilarious. All right, so hey, Richard Dawson ain't never take. Uh, 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 well, let me just say, no previous white host of Family Feud has ever taken Family Feud to their homeland, wherever they're from. Because ain't none of them indigenous Americans. But anyway, your, your, your opinions to cancel someone or something, if, first of all, if the offense isn't really a legitimate offense, and secondly, if the people in mass aren't willing to step up and and stand in solidarity, then this whole concept of cancel culture is nothing more than an exercise in futility. That's just how I see it. And guess what? You can cancel me <laughs> if you disagree. It really doesn't matter. That's the other thing. Again, it really doesn't matter to me. Like the fact that I don't think uh, what's the guy's name? The commissioner of NFL, Roger Goodell. I don't think he cares that I don't watch the NFL. I don't. I don't watch NFL games. I, I really don't think he cares. You know, I. I really don't think he cares. I. He does not. You know why? He does not know who I am. The man has never heard my name. He's never heard. I'm sure he has said Harold before, and I'm sure he has said Reed before, but he has never put those two words together. And have me pop up on his Google, okay? So, so you know, don't put so much value in your opinion. And love yourself and, and, and love who you are and know that you have value. But don't overvalue your value to someone else. You see what I'm saying? Because, all right, you done already bought Chrisette Michelle's uh, uh, music. You done already bought Jay-Z's music. You're going to go to see Jay-Z's shows, right? And if you're really trying to cancel Jay-Z, if you're really trying to cancel Jay-Z, then you got to cancel the NFL. If you're still going to NFL games, if you're still watching the Super Bowl, then you ain't canceling Jay-Z, period, right? So, I mean, how deep you want to go before you actually have to understand and face the fact that you kind of might be being a hypocrite, you know? So just keep in mind, you know, before you decide you want to step up and cancel somebody, you know, again, tend to the weeds in your own garden and make sure that, you know, your, your position is correct. Make sure that, you know, where you come from and what you stand on is, is solid. All right. And what you'll discover is whatever it is that you're really talking about canceling probably ain't even worth the effort. You're just talking to be heard. That's how I see it. Anyway, I'm going to wrap up right then and there. 
right on that point. All right, cancel culture is BS. I said it. If you don't like it, cancel me. <laughs> and just like me and Roger Goodell, I'm not going to worry about you. <laughs> no, in all seriousness, I, I say these things because I love you. I say these things because I'm in a position in my life where I don't have to worry about losing a job. I don't have to worry about somebody canceling me, per se. You know, um, you guys take care of yourselves, and uh, I'll be in touch with you soon. Be good. Thanks again for listening to another episode of the Ice Talks, where we implement change every day. <laughs>